Hello. Hello. Welcome to episode four of Hearty Dice Friends. Episode four, local edition. Yes, you, for a very special treat, Chris and I are in the same room when we're recording today. Hootie who? We've spent two days with each other already, so we're already pretty fucking tired of each other as it is. Oh, we are reeling. Oh. Uh, and oh. special guest Mary Hamilton have brought us some tea. Hello. Because she's literally the best. Thank you very much. Now... We are going to, as ever, answer your role-playing questions. We're going to. Yes. I mean, it's 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 a forcible thing. We're also yeah. We're also going to look look at Chris waiting for him to deliver the second part of the tagline. It, the, the problem is, the second somebody looks at me like that, I instantly want to not say that part yeah, of the okay, tagline. Cool, okay. just to, just to we're going to answer your RPG questions, whether you want us to or not. That's our tagline. That's what we do. And we've had, a, as ever. The, the the mailbag here at Hearty Dice Friends Towers. Hearty Dice Towers? Here, the, the, the mailbag here at Hearty Dice Towers has been packed to the gunnels, full as an egg, with great questions from like all a, of our readers. Like a spider's nest. It's been it's been writhing and uncomfortable. And those spiderling egg sack. Those spidling ideas are ready to burst out and swarm all over your ears <laughs> to this podcast. Sweet dreams. Yeah, please don't use this podcast to fall asleep. <laughs> that will hurt. Um, so, we're going to start with a question from one of our listeners. If I can crack That's a open. cocktail menu. Yeah, I just it's open in my browser. <laughs> okay, here's a question from Kevin. Kevin. Kevin says, How would you deal with a single member of the protagonist party, of four, having access to flight from very early on in the game, without falling into the trap of dealing encounters too much towards their plane of movement? Well, I I think there's a very simple solution Mm -hmm. that's often overlooked. Yeah. Ceilings. Yeah. Low ceilings. Not just any ceilings, really. Yeah. Yeah. That that, that really scuppers the old flyer. You can tie them to radiators. Just chain them down. Yeah. Make Make every item in their equipment ten pounds heavier. Because it's, it's good quality. Yeah. And, like, weight in, in, implies quality. I think, as well, it's a problem, because if, if, if a character's chosen it from a very early point, it's obviously something that's important to them, and they're going to be really upset when you take it away from them at every opportunity. <laughs> when you crush them. And you really ruin their day. I mean, have you looked at the physics of it? Like, how fast is he going? Are yeah. human bones meant to go that fast? And experience those g-forces yeah how often is he going to throw up will he just dislocate every bone in his body every time he takes off it's not nice turning a head up like 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 doing a headstand or going upside down imagine oh. imagine the horrible pressures upon you oh. being Societal, upside down in mid- political <laughs> <laughs> gender oh the weight of it all yeah um why do we even go on set every every scene inside preferably inside a greenhouse just so he doesn't notice the glass <laughs> But it's really clean. Yeah, it's really squeegee. Really like. So what's what, 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 so the player just smashes into it? Yeah. Okay, that's fun. Alternatively, um, dungeon crawls. Dungeon crawls. Are good. Um, Arcologies. Yeah. The modern dungeon crawl. The, the postmodern dungeon crawl. Give everybody in the party scooters, so they're a rad scooter gang, except him. Set the entire game in a Cessna. Like a small aeroplane. Yep. And so he can go outside the system, but is, no one else can. Is that one of the water-based ones? Because I, no, I, I want one of those planes that lands in water, like Indiana Jones It's says. like a matchbox with wings on it. Ah, that sounds unsafe. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> which, is why you, which is why you need a, a flight boy to, 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 to go around the outside and guard from, from goose strike. I mean, maybe just theme the entire world around him. Like maybe what, he's yeah. the only person who can fly, so yeah. everybody else has... You know, used engineering to fly. No, 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 no. He's the only person who can fly, so like he has a lot of like like high high risk career jobs. Well, yeah, high expensive career jobs. But it's a very boring game. And since nobody else can fly, nobody really has any any need to go up. So everything's on a bungalow. That's very true. Other o- other ideas you could have is like get a get a d twenty table, and every time he flies, roll to see what goes in his fucking eyes. <laughs> <laughs> roll roll for effect on each wing. Yeah, that's just really true. belabor the dice roll points. But like, if he's not wearing goggles, he's getting oh, bugs in those eyes. He's bugs if those. he is wearing goggles, he's getting bugs in his mouth. Rolls a one, bird strike. Yeah, a full goose running down your <laughs> right into his engine. <laughs> <laughs> All the way down the crawl. It's hard to tell who it's worse for, him or the goose. <laughs> Both were startled. <laughs> <laughs> Neither survived the affair. Yeah, there you go. Goose strike. That's yeah. how you solve the problem. <laughs> at the back end, if you're blown out by a goose at 80 miles an hour. 
I like the idea that the, the player's chosen method of flight, which involves the character becoming a jet engine, just huffing <laughs> loads of air and tooting it out to fly. How else would he fly? Wizard power. Yeah, it's not as interesting. Jet packs. Yeah. No, you went with packs. Just jet. Just Maybe. jet. Yeah, the gladiator. What's that special guest, Mary Hamilton? Maybe he doesn't fly. Maybe he just thinks he flies. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, it's a really sad and crippling derangement. <laughs> it's it's about his family, who he sees as the party, the protagonist party, really just trying to get him the help he so desperately craves. Yeah, it's basically that scene from Birdman, <laughs> <laughs> where he, where he fantasizes committing suicide but then flies around New York. It's just that. Yeah. But in D and D. So he succeeds. Thanks for writing in, Kevin. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kevin. But it's what you asked for. Can you think of a serious answer? That was the serious answer. Yeah, what? Okay. I guess it was very serious. It was, it was alarmingly serious by the end. Here's a question from Chosen of, Chosen of Nilathotep on Reddit. Very long. Excellently capitalised as well. What are the most clichéd, eye-rollingest character concepts? Now, Chosen of Nilathotep didn't choose to put a question mark at the end of this. It's not really a question, is it? No, but we'll that's let, a we'll statement, so. Yeah. So, um, Chris, what's your most cliched eye-rolling as character concepts? I try. I, I tend to play the same character every time. So. I like what ones you've seen, because yeah. obviously we're geniuses. We're not going to play cliches. I don't like the silent... Badass. Sort of, yeah, the silent uh, badass who just doesn't wolf. talk. Yeah, yeah, doesn't talk. But all my points in combat. Yeah. And he's just... Like, willfully antagonistic to the party. Yeah. That and the barbarian that share that same sort of role. The barbarian tends to talk more because he yells. And the dwarf. Yeah. Like, but, a, a barbarian dwarf is, is, is the ultimate sort of scene That ruiner. asshole who's who's like, ah, oh, I see we've managed to get our way into the court. I hit them. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I just God, wanted to tell people thanks for ruining everything. Yeah. Uh, the issue with that is it's always, it's always possible to, to escalate to violence. Yeah. And people tend to, because most of the games that we play are entirely written and escalating towards violence. Yeah, I mean, when you've got three chapters that involve combat and one chapter that involves your social, your social skills, mm. that's going to happen. I think um, anything drow. <laughs> uh, Mary, Especially dual-wielding, panther-riding. Yeah, Mary played a good you. drow cleric. because uh, she, like, she, she, she was the only drow worshipper of the sun god. So that was fun. Yeah. But the sort of, I'm super dark, man. Super dark, and I have two swords and a panther. Essentially, and I'm, I'm Dritz, Dritz Doerden. Doerden! Doerden. Mm. Like Tyler Doerden. Yeah, carry on. Um, I think. Tyler Doerden. Yeah. Duodenum? Yeah, sorry, I pronounced it wrong. <laughs> I don't know if I did. I just like Duodenum. Sounds um, like a Pokemon. Excellent level in Earthworm Gym on the Mega Drive. Duodenum. Mm. It was a boss, and you uh, went inside okay. a squelchy intestinal. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, Essentially, any character that you can apply the uh, the tag edgy mm. to, really. Mm. I, I, I played a Euthanatos. He was slightly edgy for a while. A, a death mage. Edzelord McGrabbins. I think it was just your goth uncle was what I was called for a while. <laughs> I don't like cat girls or cat boys. No. That, that, that bothers me. I don't mind like, playing people with animalistic traits and stuff, but cat girls is oh, a bit... Oh, yeah, like staghorns are rad. Every character should have staghorns. Yeah, it's by default. I seem to remember, like, when we were writing a game recently, I wanted to push that one of the races should have staghorns, but I couldn't I couldn't come up with a way to just leverage it into a fantasy yeah, setting and also, with actually quite low ceilings. Yeah, but also just doors. Like, you've got to, re- you've got to rethink the shape of doors if you've got, st- got staghorns <laughs> at all times. Yeah, they, they generally go underneath trees, don't they? Yeah. yeah. I don't like gadgeteers. That bothers me. I get very bored. Gadgeteers. Yeah, some, somebody, some, the sort of people with like a limitless backpack just of stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, I can solve this problem. Get a, get a real shtick. Yeah. Who do we hate? Jedi. Yeah, Jedi. I mean, I like the whole sort of space wizard angle on it. Yeah. The fact that they're in the far future, but also there are space wizards. We don't understand why. But it's it's the well, characters who aren't that who are just Jedi. Right. Just, a, just a guy with force pull. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, somebody watched Star Wars, really mm-hmm. likes Star Wars, yeah. tries to make a Star Wars character in another setting. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, yeah. just Star Wars. Yeah. What about the guy who invents a gun in d and I haven't seen that one. Oh, I've played it. Ah. But, like... So gu- it's, it's awful. I hate it. Guns don't exist in D&D, but you play, you play a character who understands the mechanics behind the gun and then invents them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty clever. Well... Mm. 
It's a problem. Yeah, it was, um, it was traumatic. What you do is invent the first gun, which is not as good as a crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true, actually. What you got there is an explosive stick. Yeah, pretty much. I think a lot of it skews back to that badass loner archetype because they refuse to accept connections to other party members, and that bothers me. Yeah, and the dickbag thief. Oh, the dickbag thief who steals from everyone. Oh, yeah. that's what my character would do. We'll play a different fucking character. Yeah. Jim. Just play something that goes... Not from... Jim, sorry. Actually, I know a guy called Jim, and he's never played that character. <laughs> that wasn't aimed at you, Jim, sorry. Although it was probably aimed at the Jim that does this. Yeah. So... But, uh, so I've, I've, actually, I've actually stepped up in games and been like, no, I know, I, I know you're playing the rogue. However, I'm not going to accept that you steal most of the treasure yeah. because this encounter is balanced so we can actually have a proper... <laughs> Sneeze. This this encounter is balanced, so we can so we can all properly level up and afford things. So if you steal everything, that isn't factored into the game. So just give us a quarter of the, of the yeah, stuff. It's when you make a character that is at odds with everybody else yeah. who's trying to have fun. You're the dickbag. I get why you'd bring a thief because you're, you're extracting item items of value from dangerous locations. But it seems weird to have them as a, like a go-to party member. You know, uh, I mean, it's mainly for their trap skills. Mm, it's from like Conan, isn't it? It's Conan's fault. Well, I mean, it's from Lord of the Rings. We need a burglar. Who's the burglar from Lord of the Rings? Frodo. Oh, is he a burglar? Yeah. Oh. I don't remember that bit. No, it's quite central. Sounds good. He's not like... It's kind of the opposite of a burglary, because he puts a ring back. Yeah, later. Oh, okay. What? The Hobbit. The first bit. Bilbo. That's the fellow. Not Frodo. The fat version. Right, yeah, the old guy with a long face. Yeah, but the young, long man. Yeah, Martin Freeman. That's the fellow. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm glad we solved that one. Next question. Will writes, what's the best food to have when gaming? Gin. It's not really a food, is it? It can be. Gin jelly? You can live on it for longer than you'd think. Pizza's good. That's a boring answer. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously... <laughs> it's really like, convenient and easy to cook. Like, like, like a half kilo of, car- of Haribo. Caribou. Ca- caribou. Caribou. Caribou steaks. Uh, veal. Ca- caribou. Moose Haribo. I like, I like a little... I like a little foie gras. Foie gras, yeah. caviar. I, I want my food to have hurt. Yeah. It shouldn't have had a good upbringing. No, I mean, you, you've got to... Only bring... eggs from caged hens and very small cages. Yeah, I mean, you, you, all you got to do is just like wing the deer with mm. a bullet and then chase it through the woods for three days not quite capturing it but just keeping it frightened the old uh, the old human exhaustion hunting technique yeah, yeah. But, su- but like supplemented by shooting it in the thigh yeah um, because the, you can taste the fear in the meat mm, that's what Komodo dragons do which I quite like 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 they'll, they'll bite something huge and then follow it around for five days while its leg goes off I respect that because their mouths are so filthy dirty about something, the leg will get infected. The creature, you know, oxen have very bad healthcare. Yeah, and no. so eventually the oxen can't walk. Terrible. And the Komodo dragon just sort of comes over. Hello, oh, so I'm screwing your guts now. Oh, I suppose that's all you bugger all I can do about it. I don't really have a say in this. Very well. <laughs> well fought, my man. But that, but with a delicious deer. I really like making big food for um, for my games. You're heavy on platters. I love a platter. I, lo- I love a metze platter. Mm. I like to get lots of... Um, which, which is the acceptable end of tapas. Yeah, tapas is bullshit. Isn't it? It's just another problem with it's not, Spain. It's not food. It's like, you don't have all the elements of a meal. You have too many elements of one meal shared between too many people. Yeah. And, like, you go, okay, I want the chorizo sausages. That's a shame, because you can have one of them. Yeah, like, but I ordered those. Yeah. I don't want to share those. Those are for me. And See, people just take stuff. I really like the. I think it's an Eastern European idea. I forget the precise country it's from, but there's a there, there is a genre of food called snacks with beer. It translates tr- like, primarily to snacks with beer, and the the core like the core snack of it is fry, is garlic fried bread. Oh, so you just get some you get some butter or oil and some garlic and fry up some toast. Oh, these, in there. these guys and they cut it, the and they cut, they cut it into fingers, and you like you have you have like something greasy and 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 tasty and salty. Yeah. While you have your you know cold fizzy European lager, and that sounds like a really pleasant thing. Whereas tapas, you don't eat with a fork. Yeah. You know you've got like like patatas bravas, that 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 kind of omelette thing. Well, the Spanish omelette. Yeah, but I like a Spanish omelette. But give me, uh, but tapas yeah. omelette. Give me, a, g- 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 give me one to myself. Tapas omelette is about three inches in diameter mm-hmm. and three inches high. It's a cube, and it <laughs> it's shaped to the pot it's in. 
it's gross. It's just it's a it's a it's a basement souffle. Yeah, I mean technically though there is there is a correct answer to what's the best food to have when gaming. What is that? Which is carrots and a slice of bell pepper and water. <laughs> they taste sweet. They're healthy and good for you. That no no nobody actually cares. No, no, you shouldn't have. Like so, I mean, like crudités are an important part of a good mezzo platter. Yeah. Also, mixing my European cultures. Zaziki. Zaziki. Lots. I, I think like having having lots of bread and nice like nice meats or like like chicken skewers or or like lamb koftas and maybe some salad and it really gives a shit and some bread and things you can sort of mash into there and make a make Car- a meal. Carbohydrates yourself. and flesh. Yeah. Really, that's, that's always very nice. Maybe a bowl of cereal. I don't. I don't think a bowl of cereal is quite the <laughs> qu- qu- quite the communal experience. <laughs> Splashing milk on the character sheets. Wine is also very important. I found whilst playing games. Yeah, you need just the right amount of wine. I've not found the wrong amount. Well, I mean, as, as evidenced by anyone who's been in one of my games, there is a peak grunt period. <laughs> about about half past eight, I really get into the swing of things, and then for about half past nine onwards, a lot of my plots just go out the window. <laughs> Yes. As I finish off that bottle of wine. Yeah. That's why I say you want to try and find the right amount of wine. Mm. Which is yeah. about one glass less than you had. Yeah, like like you want to operate on a glass and a half, right? That's yeah. your pint and a half, glass and a half. Mm-hmm. And you're sorted. And Thank... then one every hour to maintain. Thanks for sending that in, Will. I think I hope we've answered your question. Um But honestly, Peter. Yeah. Like it's it's not too expensive. You can get it cheap from shops and then put cook it in the oven. I, I ideally delivered pizza because well, that's quite expensive. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying ideal, ideal ideally, ideal world delivered pizza because because you can get like an 18 inch bastard, yeah, like a behemoth. My local my local pizzeria has a size which is massive. <laughs> it goes that's small, a, medium, large, massive, and uncomfortable. And I, I've never ordered anything smaller than a massive, and they know that. <laughs> yeah, that's why they wrote massive on the sheet. Yeah. But like when you order the pizza, yeah. Then the only time you're away from your game, away from your nice conversation, mm. is when you go and answer the door. Yeah. And then that smell mm. just invades your and home. You, you open the box and that wonderful rush of steam. Oh, you got that lovely little table. Yeah, Barbie tables. Off. Yeah. Well, it's not Barbie table because that's that's, more, that's that's like a shin height thing for a Barbie. Yeah. It's more like a Lego table. It's too okay. tall for a Lego. Like occasional man. table. You, I, I think it could provide a shelter for a for, for a crouching Cadian trooper. There you go. 28 mil. <laughs> it's too high Quite for scale. It's, it's too high for a Warhammer model to eat off. But you could just sort of tuck himself. So they under. could use it as a bivouac. You could, you could you could have a sneaky fag under there yeah. in a light rain. There you go. Some drizzle protector for Cadians. What's the next question? Esther Roth or Est One Roth? Estimate one Roth. Or is one Roth? Is one Roth. I'm not Roth. Philip Roth is, is Roth. Roth single of, is Roth the singular of Wrath? No. Esteroth writes, Running a dance club as a dungeon? No. <laughs> I'd like to put a counterpoint on I, this. But I'm saying I'm not. All oh, right. <laughs> Thanks for running in, <laughs> But, I mean, here's how I would. Mm. I, uh, I... The the dance club has been a, a popular thing I've put in many of my games for a long time because I really like... Um, Colourful lights and loud noises. I love colourful lights. I love loud noises. There's a... I forget which film it is. Um, it's a John Woo flick, which has a brilliant dance club scene in it. And also um, John Wick. John Wick. Which is what this question is referencing. Payday 2. Payday 2. Um, Hotline Miami feels like you're doing it for quite a lot of the time. There is there is a level that's, that's in, it's, it's in a, a dance it's club. It's a really you, bad level. You couldn't know. No. Um, but the, the something about a... Um, the fact that you have music that fits the setting because yeah. you're, you're in a dance club, and you have strobing lights, and the music's so loud that maybe you can have a gunfight or a fight and people won't notice. That's kind of a good thing. Oh, Blade, that's the one. Yeah. First, the opening scene of Blade. You're not in the showers. Well, the blood showers. Yeah. Yeah, which takes place in a dance club. It doesn't really look like a dance club. Okay, it's full of people dancing to live music. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's, it's an abattoir, which they've converted. It's a pop-up dance club. I don't know, it just, look, just looks like the showers down the local leisure centre. It's not... You... you. I'm worried about your local leisure centre. <laughs> How many carcasses have you got hanging up in there? <laughs> well, I mean, some of it is a meat locker. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's refrigerated. By leisure centre, do you just mean you go around and punch carcasses like in Rocky? No, no, no. <laughs> Until I, I... the butcher chases you out. <laughs> I'll get you one day, Taylor! 
<laughs> he's got one of those static bicycles, mm. um, but in his meat locker. Right. I mean, that's that's better than having a normal bicycle because you have to do a lot of turning. <laughs> that's just gonna be awkward. Does, does does the temperature not like affect you in any way? Is that well, not no, it means, you, it means you can pedal for longer because you don't get all hot and sweaty. Uh, okay. If okay. occasionally snap off the icicles. But... Yeah, that's fair. That sounds um. That sounds chilling. Yeah. In more than more than one way. Yeah, I mean, he's, apparently he's got loads of people that go there, but I, I've never seen him. You don't see him twice, do you? No, no. Anyway, dance clubs. Dance clubs. Yeah, I like them, and I think running one as a dungeon is a bit daft because you don't have them in the t- in the same space and time as you have dungeons. Although what you can do is run a nightclub, which is a dungeon, which I've been to a few times. Yeah. Um, and you people go and they dress up in funny rubber clothing. <laughs> And hit each other with whips, and they they really they really seem to enjoy it, yeah, and that's nice. Digging it, digging it, so. you I, know. Think, I think the main problem with running a dance club as a dungeon is the layout and size of a dance club. Go on, because what you've got is you've got essentially one big space, one big space for for dancing in. Yeah. Then you've got Chris. Quick question: Have you ever been to a dance club? No, but I've seen them. Okay, carry on. Sorry, I've never been to I've never been to a dance club. While people are dancing. Oh yes, because like, we did run that lap in a dance club. Yeah, but yeah, okay, yeah. Um, you have a space for dancing. Mm-hmm. Then you have the sort of stage area. Yeah. You have admin offices, offices that sort of stuff. Bars, but a bar, mm-hmm. but not a whole bunch else. Also, they tend to be built in loops. Yeah. Unlike the gauntlet style of a dungeon. Exactly. So there's not. Like, in a dungeon, you're expected to spend hours mm. going around it. Yeah. It's not that big a environment. Whereas you can probably walk around the entirety of a of a dance club in 15 minutes. Okay. Here's how I would run the dungeon. Here's how I'd run it. You said it's, it's on a space station. Okay. Uh, it is an incredibly densely populated space station, and it is the place to be. And so it is something like 15 floors... That could work. And it has it has lots of different genres of music and lots of different bars and like maybe like a hotel and a bordello and a casino and all sorts of random shit in there. But the idea is that you've got the same sort of um, rhythm of music playing throughout it. Yeah, it just it just strikes me that the, what you're doing there is you're taking a neighbourhood and playing the same music throughout it. Also, like it's 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 high energy because it's a dance club. Yeah, no, so, so everyone's excited. And I quite like the idea of of, of like pl- like planting shape charges on the on the disco floor and blowing through to the drum and bass level. <laughs> yeah, right into the chill out room. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I mean, one of the things you can do is people become environment. At that point, they become part of the dungeon. Mm. So. Like if you start firing a gun in the middle of crowds, yeah. those, those people are going to move. Yeah, which is, which so is another want... problem with doing that. Exactly, and like if you've got um, in, in a standard dungeon, you have traps where you know the room fills up with water. Mm. Well, in this case, you've got panicked people. Oh, the room fills up with people. Yeah, That's true. so you've got that kind of oh, what's the um, hypoxia, where you 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 can't breathe because the oh yeah, that, yeah you crushed. get crushed by yeah. it's essentially drowning in people. That's pretty. That's pretty creepy. I like that. Um, so there are ways of doing it. I just I, I think you're going to have to make a non-realistic dance club. I've got another idea. Do it. Fay. Fay dance clubs. Fay dance clubs because they, they don't have to obey the laws of space and time. That is true. So that you can put a forest in one if you want. Yeah. Uh, and they can go on forever and ever, and like they're different to each person who comes in, and that gives you lots of room to maneuver around the around the theme of modern Fay. Yeah, that does work. I mean, if only we weren't writing. A Fay based dance club right now. We are, well, we are, dance club. But. We are writing a, 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 a an adventure. What's it called? A, a story seed. Story shot. Story shot. Story shot. Uh, coming soon. <laughs> Tm. Tm. Um, we, we're releasing a uh, our first four into published adventures, uh, which is called the Bacchanal, where uh, there is a Fay incursion in the theme of a hip and happening party. <laughs> Mainly because we should have said it. We should have said it in the sixties. Yeah, the only the, the only fictionalized thing that we can think of is cool parties. <laughs> one day we'll be invited to one. One we, day we'll be the cool kids. We won't have to. We won't have to tell stories about our imaginary fairy friends who invite us to cool parties. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, I, it, it's, it's crippling. I cancelled. Like, I cancelled my my Thursday night game, and I was telling my players, and she was like, "Oh, that's cool. I'll go to a party instead." Who knows that there's just a party? Going it takes on. me. It takes me three weeks to gear up for a party. That's like, a like, like, the like, yeah, I'll go on Thursday. I just it. 
It astonishes me. Crazy. Uh, so yeah, I think the issue with running a dance club as a dungeon is that one, you have to put it in the modern day or the future, and two, it can't be a normal dance club because that's like running a shit out of an office. Yeah, I mean... The, it's slightly more exciting, but... Fighting a youth centre. Mm. What's our next question? Our next question comes from Twitter. How do you cope with... This, this is from Nexus the Duck. Good name. Uh, it's John. John. John from Norwich. Who says... How do you cope with players who don't roleplay and don't vary up their actions in-game? This sounds like John's got some got some problem players. Yeah. Who are you, problem player? Yeah. Are you in John's game if you're listening to this? He hates you. Especially you. Yeah, you. He's written into a podcast in public. Oh. Complaining about you. What? Why are you? No. Um, Help? Yeah. Like, there's, <laughs> two, there's two ways you can do this. There's one... What, what is it, special guest Mary Hamilton? Is John okay with you outing him to the entire internet? He replied on Twitter. Yeah, but he, yeah, and actually, like, I'm using I'm using his Twitter name. Yeah, yeah that's okay. his real name. Which is also so next to his Twitter name. Yeah, I haven't used his surname. We're fine. That's cool, that's all good. Sorry, I've just been really mean to someone. I don't, I got stressed. That's fair, John. You can help them. Like you can you can kick them out of your game. But that's one. Or like you can kick them out of the game, or, or like you can end the game and form a new game with good people, which is what I do. <laughs> the, Sh- the subterfuge method. I, sh- I shuck off layers of players like like a lizard shucks off skin. Oh. <laughs> you writhe out of them once a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they try and grab me to get their money back. What an awful, awful person you are. The first time I go, I go and meet people from, from a role-playing perspective, I'll, I'll, I'll meet them and talk to them. And generally there's some people who, who are role-playing styles don't gel. And other people, I'll get in touch with them privately. Like, oh, do you want to do this again? Yeah, because it's right. like making a band. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to play role-playing games with anyone because we're not going to make beautiful music together, baby. So you can just cut them out of the group. But I appreciate that not everyone has the opportunity to role-play with as many people as I do, given that I live in London. And I'm not sure if you're aware. I'm kind of a big deal. Or the casual disregard for human emotion. <laughs> <laughs> You have to really, Listen, really hate humanity. People have to prove to me that they're not things. <laughs> That's not a default. They have to prove themselves. Yeah. But the other way you can do is you can help them. And Chris, why don't you talk about how you would help someone roleplay? Um, I'm suggesting that he, that, that he help them. Not that I know how. I'm very much on your subterfuge train here. <laughs> Just tell him you died. <laughs> Move. Oh no, I died. Yeah. It was horrible. You should have been there. Send a Goodbye. Posting the suicide my, note. My identical twin is moving into my house and he hates you. <laughs> Posting the suicide note saying that it was your bad role <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, don't do that. That's probably probably a step too far. We're supposed to save the bad advice for a Reddit question. <laughs> <laughs> no, genuinely, like give them the full opportunity to roleplay. Mm. And even help suggest stuff. So if you're doing, if if they're a mechanic, then throw a lot of mechanical problems at them, and let them. Do you mean like a mechanic in character? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. They're, they're, a car they, fixer. Yes. A car. Yeah. A car fixer plus seven. Yeah. Okay. Um, then throw a lot of problems like that at them, so they're mm. they're in the spotlight and they have the ability to try and think their way around yeah. the problem and also something new. like a lot of the problem I found is that people will try to do things but it doesn't work the way they expect and so they stop doing things yeah yeah. They've, uh, they've been bitten once so they don't do it again or they feel nervous in putting themselves forward I think giving them the opportunity but also whatever they do it, it, it has it has an impact in the world and, 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 and something changes that's a really pleasant thing to to, to play with yeah. and I think as, as a GM it's your responsibility to make sure that every action the players take has consequences whether good or ill always interesting always interesting Gothblin writes in if the spire were a cheese what type would it be? that's such an easy answer yeah Swiss yeah lots of holes yeah tall that we've missed out full of duck <laughs> <laughs> the spire is our new game that's coming out soon Soon. Well, we're writing. We've not done it yet. Uh, it's harder it, than it looks. It's set, it's set in a mile high, um, high elf city, and um, it's Swiss cheese. It's got holes in it. Yeah. 
but also because we've got massive gaps in all the systems and settings. Yeah, yeah, it's all placeholder and going towards playtesting. It's Manchego because it's really hard work and no one likes it. It's covered in wax. It's, it's a baby bell because it's for children now. And mass produced. <laughs> it's tasteless. <laughs> and comes in an attractive wrapper, probably illustrated by Adrian Stone. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, it's Swiss cheese. Thanks for your question, Mom. <laughs> Goffblin, sorry. Goffblin. <laughs> Jesus, just taking questions from friends. <laughs> yeah, because the internet's going to write in. Yes, they do. That's what up front of RPG is. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Let's get a question from... Turb. Best friend Turb. Turb. Turb, who just, who just keeps rocking it every week with the questions. Yeah. One day I want to meet Turb and shake his, her or their hand. All eight of them. <laughs> Turb writes... What is the best system for running my Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 campaign? Now, normally, when we answer these questions, we very much come at them fresh. Mm -hmm. But this one we actually had a little think about. Yes. Because it's not an easy ask. No. And I think that the one that we finally settled on was Pendragon. Yeah, definitely Pendragon. You want something um, genealogical. Yep. Something with inheritance. Yeah. To really underline the Yeah. And it gives, you, it gives you the ability so that each combo is a generation mm. leading mm. on to others and thus multipliers. Yeah. Uh, collecting the skate letters to secure the duchy. Yeah. And a gag about my kingdom for a horse. Yeah. <laughs> which, which I can't quite remember, but it was very <laughs> funny. It was very away. funny. Oh, um, was very good. Yeah, I, th- I think Pendragon's good. The other option you've got is, is Monsters and Other Childish Things, of course. Yeah, well, your skateboard is is alive. Well, well, you, you just draw your skateboard and label the bits you have. No, I'd argue that it is, emotions. in fact, a monster, based on the fact that nobody in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater cares about gravity in any appreciable way. That's very true. They do have like cartoon uh, levels of harm resistance. Yeah, at some point they remember they must be on the ground mm. after having maintained momentum... For over an hour on telegraph poles, the homeless and moving cars. Yeah. Well, yeah. all whilst tricking it up in score attack. I don't think anything they do in Tony Hawk is possible. I think I saw someone doing Ollie once. <laughs> pa- past that, it's it's just fantasy. Bizarrely, the the most realistic Tony Hawks are the later ones with Bam Margera in. Right. Because that just has sections where you get off your skateboard and get on a lawnmower. Yeah. Like, that's actually slightly more realistic. Because, because a, you can get on a lawnmower. Because you can get on a lawnmower. I just, I, it saddens me that they didn't go all the way with it. And, like, it's already, I mean, so is that, I mean, fair, you could play Darth Maul in yeah. one, of the, one of the Tony Hawks. But, like, why do you limit yourself to, to tricks that might be physically possible if you squint? Like, why, why can't we just fly? I'm sure. I'm sure. Laser they, feet. In, later in the games, they did put tricks that, not just like the rotations were too many, but like mm. the trick was technically impossible. Like you eat your whole skateboard and turn into a hawk. <laughs> well, there's, there's, there's that bit in um, Pro Skater Four where you uh, have to grind on that shark. I think you have to grind a shark. That was literally a jumping the shark. Yes. Moment. Yes. Uh, I can. I can see why they did it, and that's fair. Yeah. They jump their own shark before somebody else could jump it for them. Mm. Or like maybe maybe you play the Grim Reaper. I think that's probably in it as well. It's just a reskin. You play the Grim Reaper, but you've got like a, you've got a scythe painted on the underside of your of, of your skateboard, right? And then you grind into people's necks and take <laughs> away their souls. <laughs> you, you grind the old folks' home. <laughs> Every level is another old folks' home or tanker crash. <laughs> You're just going around it. It's just what are you doing now? M5 circular. Going northbound, just what, getting what I can. What's this level? Oh, this level's another humanitarian tragedy. <laughs> Tony Hawk, atrocity grind. Oh, actually, actually, wait a sec. Tony Hawk, but you play the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Right. On rad as fuck skateboards. I, I, I'm going to play dope ass Famine. Tell me about him. So Famine um, goes to those humanitarian tragedies primarily. Um, also, like... Uh, where people have been cut off from supplies, where mm-hmm. people's food's running out, 
and you very tragic. sorry very, very tragic. tragic and what you do is you do tricks and then locusts spray out of your trouser legs consuming what little remaining food 100% percent yeah. just have um and and like you'll do things like you'll you'll grind across um irrigation yeah to just stop that from doing anything and of course you know you can grind across peace treaties yeah to just nullify them and yeah. um, increase tide aid that's the that's the level set in the UN <laughs> <laughs> that is devastating that that because that, so, I'm imagining kind of like a hitman maybe like hitman crossed with um Splinter Cell crossed you got, with, you're going with a video game here hitman crossed with Splinter Cell crossed with Tony Hawk's okay and you have to infiltrate the UN and then do a sick ollie and grind over a peace treaty yep like you could be, you could be war. Yeah, and I mean, the, the, war the, writes itself. Yeah, though. but the, the, the real, the real, the real sad point mm. of famine's trip to the UN is mm-hmm. that the uh, the repercussions are not instantly felt. No, generations later. Yeah, hence Pendragon. Hence Pendragon. Yeah, tying it back into the dice. Nice, that's nice. Bring it home. Bring it home. Oh, yeah. What about the other? What about the other horsemen? I mean, shouldn't shouldn't you run Tony Hawk's Pro Skater three, the RPG, in unknown armies? I mean, that's. I think that's too obvious an answer. <laughs> I mean, everyone would run it in unknown armies. Yeah, I suppose that's true. You use the um, you use the uh, the additional skatermancer class. Yeah. Exactly. Who gets who gets back their um, gets back all their magical charges by doing by doing cool tricks. But the problem by remembering is remembering to do a revert to manual. Problem is, if they ever get off the board, they lose all their all their power. But the time winds back, and they redo it. Over and, and over. over until they get the correct amount of scores, and then they can go to school. <laughs> I really like the idea of a character in an RPG who can't get off the skateboard, yeah, but also can't lose momentum. So, like, you're in a tense social situation, you're just yeah, just <laughs> cutting through with something witty and apposite. That's, that's, that's awful. And the armies would work. I think you could possibly um, hack the old Street Fighter. White Wolf game because that had a combo system in it. Yeah. So you take like kicks to face, kicks to flips. Oh. Just change face to flip. It's like a ten minute yep. job. Yeah. Nolly, goofy. Yeah. Impossible. Donald Duck. He'll flip. <laughs> you know. All of. <laughs> Droopy. <laughs> Captain Caveman. Captain Actually, Caveman is a skateboard. Yeah, that is it. Yeah. Um, skateboard skill. Skill. <laughs> I've got four points. He is, he is a class of skateboarding. <laughs> We need a caveman man. I always, I always preferred skate. If I'm honest with you, skate thought, was a good game. I thought there was something very chill about skate. How, how how fucking impossible it was to do any tricks. Yeah, there's actually there's one game that's actually harder to do tricks than skate is. What's that? And that was Thrasher Skate or Die on the PS. That had permadeath, didn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. And also they came around like, your house and broke the game in yeah, half, <laughs> which was probably for the best. Yeah, but the gravity was. I think equal to Saturn's gravity. Right, okay. So it was very, very difficult to yeah. get off the ground. Mm. And as soon as you get off the ground, you almost immediately slammed back down. Mm-hmm. So getting up onto a, a curb, yeah. a single curb, mm. was an achievement. Yeah. And I think and that's, I like that. I think that's something which, which you can look at for the early levels of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. Like maybe you want to do an OSR experience. Yeah. And so like for, like for the first like you know first four or five levels, it's a real grind just to get up on that curb. Oh, Oh Ranger. yeah, oh, that's true. God, that's really yeah, that's actually that was, pretty clever. You thank you. Have, you should have milked that. Yeah, okay, Didn't well, even notice it. no. Um, and you've got things like like making them by percentage chances, increasing those percentage yeah. chances of running in BRP. Yeah, no. Hmm. I'm just going to suggest anything BRP. I don't think you should run anything in BRP. Run everything in BRP. Well, Take Wushu, bung it in BRP. Better game. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> now, what can go wrong with that? <sighs> But yeah, and then once you level, you know, once you're into epic tier, mm. then you're 360 no scoping over a helicopter. Yeah. Or whatever these tricks are. Mm. Cool kids. Thank you for writing in, Tub. Next question. Always thought provoking. Always good. Next, ju- next question comes in from Generic Gaming. Which is a great, great name. Inspires brilliance. This is custom Coming. tabletop RPG help. This is probably a question that gets asked a lot. So sorry. I was planning on creating a custom tabletop RPG for friends to play. It would be the kind of D and it would be kind of D and D, like but set in an established universe. What resources should I have when creating this game? Uh, time and an iron will. Yeah. Um, so it takes a really long time. It's so long. 
to create an actual role-playing game. I mean, not not the one pages I turn out, but an actual role-playing <laughs> just, game. Just be mean to your patrons there. No, because it's a one-page thing. It's, it's, yeah. it's a shorter process. But this guy, or girl, probably a guy. Odds on. It'd be nice if it was a girl, yeah. but it's probably a guy. They'd have a better name. Maybe. Um, generic gaming really sounds like what, what they're going to end up with here <laughs> yeah. as well. This is fantasy heartbreaker territory. What established universe? Why are they so coy about telling us what established universe it is? Maybe is it another Tony Hawk's game? <laughs> they don't want anybody to market it before they do. I'm really stuck on the idea of a Tony Hawk RPG now. It could work. But no, let's help this person. I don't think, okay, okay well, actually help them. Yeah, as best we can. Like, what resources should I have when creating this game? Time. Yeah. It takes ages. Friends. Because you need a ton of playtesters. Like, more than you think. Yeah. Google Docs. Google, you cannot make an RPG without Google Docs. Um, I think like, you, can make, you can make it with, if you were just writing it yourself, but it's so easy to share it with other people. Like, if, if, if there's one tip for any aspiring game designers out there, is use Google Docs. Google Docs and, and Discord for your voice yeah. chat. Discord's great. Because it's a persistent... I'm happy plugging Discord. Yeah, Discord's amazing. D- 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 Discord is the best chat program because it's persistent. Yes. Um, and it's not awkward to use, like, TeamSpeak or any of those other sort of persistent chat channels. Mm. It's nice, it's user-friendly, and you can share stuff through it. They're yeah. doing screen sharing later in the year. Yeah, yeah. Lots of really useful stuff, and it's completely free. Uh, the uh, the Google Docs is very important, and the way that Chris knows design games is that we will both go into the same Google Doc, and then we will shout at each other over Discord, and one of us will write it in, and the other one will pronounce every misspelling that they do, because they can watch it written live. Yeah, it's great fun. Yeah, it's great fun for Chris, who does the pronouncing of misspellings. Because Grant can't spell. No, but Chris can't write, so it all levels out. (laughs) (laughs) You're a millstone around my neck. (laughs) Weighing you down. Weighing me down? It's uh, a... weigh down an anchor. (laughs) (laughs) You're like a millstone around an anchor. Yes. I, um... I... What else is good? What else is good? For having, um, you need a really good idea. You, 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 like, like he's sorry, he, he or she, they are making it for their friends. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be a great sell. No, but it has to be cogent. Yeah. It has to be interesting, otherwise your friends will get bored. It has to be different enough from every other RPG game out there to be worth making it. Yeah. Other, like because if you've got an established setting and you can't use D and D for it, I don't. And you can't just house rule D and D for it. Yeah. I, th- I think like like a big question because like this because this 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 question gets posted on RPG about eight times a day, and the big question I have to ask is like why are you designing your own? What like can you is is there something if if you're not looking to do this professionally and extract sorry like uh, get people to give you money for your brilliant products like we do, if you're not looking to take some chumps for a ride, what what isn't D and D doing? And it's possible to just change the names on things. Yeah. Like, honestly, you could probably just use one class and change the names and have a fairly interesting party. Yeah, I mean, we when we did Unbound, we made everything so it was reskinable. Yeah. Because that's quite often the easiest thing to do. Like, you've got to have a burning need that this that, that has this setting with a very specific niche. Hmm. And then the stories that are happening with the setting simply can't be told through an existing... In any other way. I think the, I think the, the weirdest thing I've done within that is that I glued Eater Terrorists to World of Darkness and then ran Dark Heresy in it. Good. <laughs> but you didn't write an entire setting, an entire system. No, I, 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 I took three and then did a horrible mishmash. Yeah. It kind of worked, you it was fun. Yeah. It's fine, you Frankenstein yeah. them. Like, yeah. writing an entire system... From scratch, yeah, is genuinely a nightmare. Yeah, as as it's it's both of our jobs, and we can't recommend it. Yeah, mainly because if, like the more people who do it, the fewer the less money we'll get out of it. <laughs> like daily, we will be the only game Don't designers in existence. Pool. I mean, like the only game designers like in any language, and we'll hire some translators. Yeah, no, it's really hard. Yeah, and I, I guess the resources are. And also, thing is, read as many books as you can. Yeah, and play as many games as you can. Until, Both um, pen and paper and computer, mm-hmm. because you can get a lot of interesting stuff out of video games that that works and translates well into traditional traditional pen and paper games. And other things as well, like if 
if you look at if you look at non-interactive media like films and books and um, TV shows, a TV show is a, is probably a much better rep, uh, representation of what a, what your standard campaign is doing, and like learn how they're telling stories there, not just like oh it's a story about this, but work out is the story coming from the characters rubbing against each other? Is the setting that important, or is it just a backdrop? What sort of mechanics are powering? this story, and can you translate those into telling a similar story? There are two television series you need to watch if you're going to make RPG games. I hope I've seen them. You've seen at least one of them. Okay. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. And Veronica Mars. not seen Veronica Mars. Veronica Mars does it very, very well. Okay. It's... You've seen Brick. Yes. I love Brick. Yeah, well, it's that. But with less heroin. Less heroin. Okay. But it's... It's film noir. Mm. And it's episodic, and it's... It's meta plot plus mantra of the week, mm-hmm. essentially, and it's very cleverly put together. But it's a coherent campaign na- narrative. Yeah. Um, and Buffy. And the same with Buffy. Buffy is just the shining example in that they have that one overarching enemy every season, but stuff which ties back into it and underlines the themes, and you don't get bored just watching that. But they're a persistent threat. But or oh, this week we can get away from it, so we're going to do something else. Yeah, and they also like the. The pacing of it is amazing. They know mm. when to put in a comedy episode. Yeah. Because they've had some recent crushing stuff. Yeah. They need to lighten it up a bit, mm. but not make it too silly, and then once more with feeling, mm. and everything's okay again. Yeah. Well, it's, it's an incredibly sad ending to once more with feeling. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, I think, putting on your critical hat. And do you have a critical hat, by the way? I'm, yes, I'm wearing it now. It's a cool. critical hood. Oh, my, I didn't realise. Sorry. Uh, mine's much more elaborate. And that's why I'm always wearing a hood when I'm around you. Mine's more of a crown. Oh, that's why you're so critical. Mm. Putting on your critical hat and trying to see how is the story being told, and what 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 levers can I give players to tell stories? And if it's like I want them to kill things and take their stuff, then just fucking play D and D. It's a good game. Or there's a lot of there's a lot of other RPGs that are fa- vaguely similar that are also great. Yeah. Um, like don't just necessarily go to D and D. Dungeon World. Yeah, Dungeon World is good. Powered by the apocalypse. Um, by the way, we had an idea for another podcast this morning, <laughs> but which, we're probably not going to do it. Which we can't do because here at Hearty Dice Friends, we we are our brand is positive. We're engaged and enthusiastic, and we love everything. Yeah, kind of. But the idea for the podcast is just once a week we go through and badmouth every Kickstarter, which isn't ours, because um, there's a lot of drag out there. But we figured that was maybe not polite. No, that is not polite at but all. I would like to. I would like to, to kickstart a game that wasn't powered by the apocalypse. That would be nice. They're not that many. That's very popular. That and Savage Worlds at the moment. There's a lot of Savage Worlds stuff going on. Oh, I wish I liked Savage Worlds. <laughs> really wish I. It'd be, it'd be like in Coronation Street or football. Oh yeah, wouldn't that be easier? Oh, just mm. anyway. Thanks for writing in, Generic Gaming. Bless you. We've got one last question. Do we? One last question. And that question is from a bunch of raccoons in a car. <laughs> are they singing in chorus? Or are they asking us in sequence? They've established a chair. <laughs> oh, I see. Who will the, be speaking? Is that in the driver's seat? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's the navigator? I guess that's yeah. the person in control, really. Well, I, well so, so, so the chair is popping his head out of the um, sunroof and talking to us. You're right, Bob. Um, as, the, as, the, as the car kind of just rolls past us blazing Japanese metal <laughs> but without the engine on <laughs> it's, just... it's being pushed by further raccoons no no it's just on a slight incline they've, yeah. they've got the handbrake off not got the ignition on Mad Capsule Markets is vibrating <laughs> the windows and the lead and the, the, the raccoon behind the driver's seat turns to us pushes down his sunglasses <laughs> and winks so what what do I hear from the raccoon in the sunroof <laughs> no the <laughs> At which point I, with opposable thumbs, turn the ignition on my car and leave. They race you. Um, I win. I think raccoons have thumbs. Not, pro- got... not proper opposable ones. I think they can turn keys. Well, they don't know how. Okay. Yeah, they don't understand the principle <laughs> no. of key. Yeah, they haven't passed the test. I'm just so impressed. It's not legal. I'm impressed they managed to get the like the Mad Capsule Market CD out. And <laughs> I put think it on they them. just robbed a man. <laughs> I think they've eaten his carcass. <laughs> A bunch of raccoons in a car asks, what's the best use of a summoning spell? So there are many... Whale strike! There are many good things you can do with a summoning spell. Whale strike is one of them. Drop a whale on someone. Yep. It, it ha, it ha, you have to drop the whale near water, otherwise it doesn't work. 
I, actually, I, I think like you have to you have to summon the whale in water, don't you? Like whales and dolphins, like you you, you can't summon them in an environment which they're not used to. Can but, you summon them in clouds? I was about to say, yeah. You don't get whales in clouds. I assume. Human body, seventy percent water. Right, but they don't, but we don't live underwater. No, but so actually you can't summon humans. That's a weird. Yeah, that's some dragon's <laughs> dogma shit, right so there. So the the whale, mm-hmm. natural element water. Right. Human body, seventy percent water. So I want to summon seventy percent of a whale inside somebody. I don't think your maths checks out on that one, buddy. I'm not sure. It doesn't quite. I'm not looking for the whole whale. Seventy percent of, of a whale. whale. Yeah, that's enough, isn't it? That's more than enough. Which seventy percent? Back off. Back off. I, okay, want, I yeah. want that flipper just going nuts. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's still alive. <laughs> it's alive. It's, it's recently been killed. There's, there's no brain, there's, it's just spasming. Yeah, there's still yeah. that muscle tension and synaptic vigour that's causing it to thrash about inside the unfortunate sap. My favourite summoning spell, actually, is over. <laughs> just glancing over the, the wild death. It's horrendous. But it's like, it's not a real what. What are some animals real? What's the deal? Where do they come from? I assume that they're just taken away from their families <laughs> and just deposited because they sort of shimmer and like go Is away. Is coming back from the wizards? Yeah, yeah, he'll be back soon. Yeah, he'll be back in four rounds. Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! He comes back, cut and bloodied from a fight with a dragon. <laughs> just a load of a again. load of swords sticking out of his chest. <laughs> the remains of a knight's penance in his teeth. <laughs> Because like they're just they're like they're like they're made up animals. Because like you can summon celestial animals which come from the celestial plane, celestial dire badges, which makes sense, obviously. Don't but if I just summon a wolf, where's that? Is that coming from, from the elemental plane of wolves? Where's that coming from? Is it like teleportation? They're destroying the original wolf, wolf, and they're making a new one next year. But then it goes away. It doesn't matter if it dies because it's not a real. It's not like your animal companion dying. Is it like a hard light illusion? Well, it's a real thing, except it it isn't a real thing because it it doesn't have parents. You're its parents, so you're sending your son out to die. Very much so, Pendragon. <laughs> Pendragon, <laughs> run everything in Pendragon. <laughs> Be able to pee that, isn't it? <laughs> I like there's a, there's a Pathfinder class you can get where you have a um, a ranger who focuses on their animal companion. The hunter, just intently staring. So, sorry, I, I, I did, <laughs> I did a mime. Well I did a mime. It's, it's going to look really good on the podcast. Um, Take a photo and glue it on. One of the um, one, one of the tweaks you can get is a is, is like a vermin hunter. Verm- vermin manser? It's, it's it's not a manser. It's more just like like your your best buds with vermin. And so like in, in Pathfinder, you can get animal companions such as a tiger, good, a mighty warhorse, resolute, a wolf. Proud. A bear, fluffy, or just a load of moths, just like a hundred moths. That is going to ruin your dinner jacket. That's like, and they're your friends. It's like the rust monster of the social encounter. They do. They just. You just have a shit ton of moths that go out and bother. They have a bother ability. I mean, the only people immune are old ladies. Why is that? Because they got the mothballs. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they're already equipped. The hunter hunters. <laughs> It's not really a summoning spell, though. No. I don't like summoning th- things inside other people. I think, like, using those, like, oh, I'm going to use Magi. I'm going to use Magi to pull out his eye. That's cheeky. It's not what yeah, they're for. Okay, you yeah. can't ex- exert enough pressure anyway. Well, you five pounds of pressure. Yeah, I guess. Sorry? I guess. It's, it would hurt. I think you could put your hand over it. Yeah. But at that point, blind. Ah, oh, clever. Ah. <laughs> it's like, there's like the t- second level Mage spell extended blink. Well, you just close you your think, eyes you, for a long time. You think term. you teleport further, you know, you just keep their eyes closed for longer. <laughs> Throw some right off their game. <laughs> just get kind of disoriented. Yeah. Just... Well, that's it longer than normal. It's <sighs> like a strobe effect. But less so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the opposite of a strobe effect. It's like turning off the light. Yeah. I would like to summon rats. Actually, I'd like to summon ravens. Yeah. Because I mean, they just, make a really nice noise. Just for a stylistic choice. <laughs> Like give them like you can give them little scratches and they quite like that. Yeah, you have a cuddle with a raven. They're, like, they're a nice bird. What would you summon if you could summon anything? I don't know. I, I, I'd I, like it if you could summon your dog because I love your dog. My dog is excellent, um, but I think I think I would go with bears. I'm I, just I'm worried it's overkill in almost every situation. I don't think that's true. 
I can't imagine a situation that isn't made better with a bear. This is this is you, day to day, Chris. Yep. Now, if you're summoning a dog, yep, that means that if you fancy playing with your dog for a bit, you can summon her, give a bit of a fuss, and send her back home. Yeah, that's great. You can also do things like, oh, like let, let's say she's better trained than she is. Can you go fetch me that thing? She does that. She's a okay. Dog. All right, cool. Like, oh, get me my paper. You clap. Coco emerges from a from a portal. Yep. Again, never really, never really discussed how they appear. They just, you just sort of coalesces out of the woods. Mist. It makes sense if, you, if you're playing a druid in the woods and you're like, ravens come forth, and the ravens, <coughs> yeah, the ravens fly from behind a tree, peck someone, then go right. behind another tree. Whereas what is in my living room? Is she coming out from under the bed? Celestial dire badger, poof, slipped out the cupboard. Yeah, what celestial dire badger crawls out of a hole sure. in the sky? For my bear, yeah, just opens the door. Yeah, steps inside. I can't speak. Can't just bear. No, it's just bear. But. Your day-to-day challenges you face. Yep. I think a dog could better serve you. See, I don't think that's true. So, my day-to-day challenges... How big's the bear? Are we, are we talking bigger than you? We're talking... Full big fucking fuck grizzly bear. bear. Yeah, big Because you're a big lad. Yeah, big bear. Okay. Massive bear. So, my day-to-day and you, challenges... And you've got it for, like, three rounds. Yeah. Bear in mind. Yeah, okay, Karen. Yeah, that's fine. 18 seconds. That's not that long. You can get... Like, I can get meta-magic feats. I can extend the spells. It's fine. All right, well... Like Essentially, a, a minute we're talking. All right, all right. You can't, you can't just have a, you can't hang around and sit on him. I'm about to say because quick nap. Yeah, that's your that's your first thing you can do with that bear. What sleep on that? Sleep on the bear. How lovely would that be? Curl up with a big I'd bear. I'd love to have a cuddle with a bear for sleeps. Right? Wouldn't that be nice? How, how amazing would that be? Like, like I don't know. Did they smell? <laughs> Like, not this one, it's summoned. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Because you're not summoning the microbes, you're not summoning the fleas. Yeah. You're none summoning none the None of bear. the gut flora, it's doomed to die. Yeah. But <laughs> 18 seconds, it'll be fine. But um, but it, it it just smells like like fresh Lenore. It smells like fresh bear. Oh, you just like, punk. Yep. And you just go, go a good old cuddle and, yep. go, and go smush up in its chair, in, in its chair, in its, in its, chair, in its yep. chest. <laughs> chair. <laughs> Brings its own armchair in. <laughs> right? So... Right. I need to make an entrance. That's crisp. That's only 18 seconds. That's fine. That's still lovely. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't turn it down. Big entrance. Yeah. Open the doors with the bear. Right. Riding the bear into the ball. How many How many doors do you go through which are bear scale? More than you'd think. Okay. How many balls do you go to? None. Right. But I would with a bear. That's true. They wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to kick me out. You make, you make big entrances. So, th- yeah. Mm-hmm. There's... There, it's night time. Sound of breaking glass downstairs. Somebody's broken into your home. Bumpf, bear, bear, problem solved. That's good. That is good. How many times? My have, dog. How many times have you been broken into ever? Never. Right. I've never been the victim of a crime. Mm. That's, that's, that's wonderful. Mm. Um, I just think that maybe me having ravens. Yeah. So like, I've got all of the all of the um, like, I can't I can't cuddle down into a raven. No. That would that would hurt the raven. Maybe kill it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I'd look fantastic. You. Yep. Because swag points off scale. At any point, because like my clothing already looks like it needs a raven or six. Yeah, just click my and fingers. It would look better streaked in white. Like you don't, they're not going to shit on me. They're only there for eighteen seconds. Yeah, right? I've met birds. I'm not. I'm not summoning the food. I'm not summoning the full guts of a raven. Okay. They're not going to do a shit on my clothes. So when they teleport to you, they leave the shit in situ and then teleport back onto the shit. Well, when your bear teleports in, is he just leaving an aura of bear stank? Yeah, I mean, that's just like, that's the smell of a bear in a room for a bit. That's not disturbing. What we are talking about is a floating pile of bird feces. Well, so, so I mean, you're ready to slot. Your bear's also going to leave its stomach behind. Yeah, but it And wants any that. rectal plugs it's built. But it wants that, because in hi- in, when it's in hibernation, it's going to want a little, break, a little break from the butt plug. Just fun fact, bears make themselves rectal plugs when they hibernate. <laughs> So they don't poop themselves. Pretty much, yeah. They make it out of um, like poop. It's, <laughs> no, it's, it's like they're sticky for like, yeah. pine cones. <laughs> Just bang a pine cone up there, hold it. <laughs> they got a one-way valve on them. It's barbed, man. It's not coming yeah, out again. That's what I mean. Oof. No, like like yeah, like, think, like pine needles. Yeah. No, I, I think I think you'd be welcome for the break. Yeah. Okay. I think I think I think being able to summon a hibernating bear and just get all cuddly. Yeah. That would be my favorite thing. Very much. No, you enjoy your birds. I'd look. I'd look great, and also I can summon them in areas that can't support a bear. Where where couldn't support the a bear? tube? Are you telling me that wouldn't get you a seat? You couldn't move past the giant fucking bear. Why would you need to move past the bear? The bear's the seat. It's the size of the tube carriage. Yeah, it would fill it. I can't. No, that that... big fluffy toothpaste. 
Whereas I walk, whereas I walk in, and I'm like, Ravens, right? Can I have your seat? And they're like, Yeah, my gosh, please. And I'm just, I'm, I just look from the seat to the bear to yeah. the seat to the bear. Okay, well that's why I'm using, I'm using diplomacy, and you're using, you're using intimidate. Yeah, I'm using a bear. I could also use bluff. I go in, it's like, I'll um, give you this raven. Oh, if I you, see. Um, if you give me your seat, and like, thanks very much. <laughs> what, what a joker! I've got a free raven. I sit down. Eighteen seconds. A raven's gone. Give me a tenner and you'll see and you have the bear. I, I get a tenner out of it. I do want that bear. Right? I do want that bear even for a little. <laughs> It'll dance for you, probably. Can it dance? Is that not cruel to the bear? Look, if the bear wants to dance, I'm not going to crush its dreams. That's fair. That's I'm, the... I'm, I'm going to let it go to that small country town. That's the only let way it play chicken with tractors. The only way it's getting out it's of the It's going to bring dance to the people. Yeah. I'm just going to very quickly look up the rules for summoning. <laughs> just, just check the SRD. I just want to make sense. Just want to make sure on the SRD. Uh, and a lot of spells. This is just the basic ones, I think. S. S. Does that come before or after T? Here we are, summon monster. Oh, it's summon nature's ally, actually. That's what we were talking about, wasn't it? Yeah. This spell summons a natural creature. It appears where you designate and acts immediately on your turn. It attacks your opponents to the best of its ability. If you can communicate with the creature, you can direct it not to attack, to attack particular enemies, or to perform other actions. It can't summon another monster. It cannot be summoned into an environment that cannot support them. Duration, no. one round per level. What level are you? Nine. Yeah? yeah. You're a ninth level spellcaster? No. No. But I've got scrolls. Ah, right, okay. Yeah. You can summon a dire rat, an eagle, a monkey, an octopus, an owl, a porpoise, a snake, or a wolf. Well, out of that, that one's an easy one. Monkey. Owl. Owls don't like being touched. I've, well, this one will. If I can direct it to attack or not attack particular enemies... Well, you can, direct, you can direct it to put up with you touching it. Yeah. Monkeys like having a touch, I assume. I don't care. They're weird little not people. That is true. I hate monkeys. Actually, I'd quite like to summon a, like, an attack baboon. Oh, Those no. things are terrifying. Screeching horrors. Yeah, like ripping face off. Whereas an owl, I could call it Archimedes and recreate the Sword in the Stone animated film. That's very Over funny. and over and over. As many times let's as hit, Let's hit level 10, summon edges out. This, this, this is level 9, it only goes up to 9. Oh, okay. An, an elder elemental. A grig with fiddle. Oh, there's the musical accompaniment with the Kaylee. Fuck, is a grig. Uh, a pixie. Yep. Or a celestial charger unicorn. Well... Uh, like there's a choice yeah. unicorn I don't know man this guy the Greg comes with a waistcoat and a violin <laughs> it's a note level spell great so he's an organ grinder for the monkey it's got two hit points what does it fucking do it fiddles <laughs> one mm, one Greg and it's, it's tiny one Greg in each band carries a tiny Greg sized fiddle when the fiddler plays, any non-sprite within 30 feet of the instrument must succeed in the DC-12 will save or be affected as though by irresistible dance for as long as the playing continues. I'm sorry. DC-12? DC-12? For a ninth level spell? This is quite inside baseball. I think we're losing a lot of the people <laughs> who haven't played 3.5. That's fair. Anyway, we're just looking at the, we're just looking at the creature types. Yeah. So I can get a unicorn. Yeah. I can get an owl. Yeah. Put me on somewhere in the middle. All right. Should we do summon a monster or do you want summon nature's ally? Do some monster. Let's find some out. Some monster. We'll do, well, tell, well, let's look at five for each. Okay. So summon nature's ally first. Summon nature's ally. You get... At five. An arrowhawk. No. A polar bear. Yes. A dire lion. That would be fluffy as A dire lion. would be spiky as heck. It's dire. I want a celestial lion. Okay, fair. Imagine how good looking a celestial lion would be. Just... Just beauty. It'd be like, like Simba crossed with beauty Michael itself. Fassbender. <laughs> the front end of Simba, the back end of Fassbender. Not complaining, he's got a fine back end. The left hand side of Fassbender, the right hand side of Simba. <laughs> just imagining Simba, but just like in a pair of slacks. Yeah, like, good day. Tottering, he can't talk, he's a fucking lion. <laughs> I can talk to other lions. Yeah. Um, and a Lasmosaurus. A dinosaur. Yeah, I don't no, care. Dinosaurs. A large elemental. Eight. Mm, mm, a griffin. Oh, key choice. Mm. A genie. Alright. A rhinoceros. That would be fun. A satire with pipes. No. That's so creepy. I don't want Tumnus rocking up. That is weird. He's going to fuck getting, something. Getting his filthy hooves all over the carpet. A giant constrictor snake. Nasty. A nixie. Nasty. An orca. Nasty. Or a Chojanda. Oh, those are the th- those are the stalked things. Yeah, they're kind of... T- Tojanida? T- 
Tojanida? Tojanida, yeah, they've got... Um, it's like a tortoise with too many spouts. Seven. It has seven stalks. Um, four of them are paddles for locomotion, two are tipped with claws, and one bears the creature's head. Gross. Nobody's summoning Yeah, I don't want that at all. It, it can do an ink cloud. Uh, it has multiple apertures. What, what, what can I get for some of the monster? That was, that was a pretty good lineup on five. I mean, yeah. what are you having out of that? I'm having the griffin. Yeah, I mean, the griffin's the key, isn't it? Yeah. Summon monster. Oh, this is a bit... Okay. An archon hound? Celestial brown bear. There you are. That's what we need. I'm, imag- I'm just imagining... Jeff Bridges? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm imagining <laughs> a brown bear, but when you get up, you can't stop sneezing glitter. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. It's, like, oh, it's, kind of, it's kind of in the carpet. Celestial giant stag beetle, which is a giant stag beetle. That's not, that's not going to be comfy. It's got great hair. Brilliant hair. Fabulous. Fabio-style hair. Celestial sea cat. I assume that's just a like a lynx, but wet. Mm, maybe. A celestial griffin. Important. Which is better than the other griffin. Yeah. Uh, medium elemental, that is the best way to light a cigarette. <laughs> I think I'd want a tiny elemental. No, no, just a raging fire elemental just come out, light the cigarette, and then disappears. <laughs> Baby. But it lights it with a lighter. Fiendish, dia- fiendish giant crocodile. Gross. Fiendish dire wolverine. Think of the money you could make out of that. What, a fiendish giant crocodile? Yeah, skin it every time it's summoned. That's, I think the skin disappears as well. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. The life is dead. You've got to find it. Fiendish dire wolverine. Yeah. And a shadow mastiff. Or a, de- or a baited devil. No. Yeah, I think I think um, Summon Nature's Allies the better. Yep, Summon Nature's Allies, where it's at, people. Get yourself an owl, get yourself a griffin, get yourself a unicorn. Yeah. Well, this is this get, get yourself a celestial bison. This has been great. Thank you for sending in your questions, everyone. We've uh, we've we've been, we've already gone over our uh, well, time. That that was Summon Nature's Ally fault. Yeah. Honestly, not sure whether that's going to make it in 100%. to the <laughs> as we read spell lists from the SRD. Oh, what content! Oh, baby. So I like it. If you've enjoyed this episode, and we assume you have, of course you have, we're wonderful, you can rate and review us on iTunes, you can tell a friend about us, which we'd like, you can which chat. The most important. Yeah, you can chat, and, chat about us on social media or tell your friends about us, and that, that means a lot to us. If you have any questions, there is a Google form, uh, which we will link to somewhere, uh, or you can you can get in touch with me on Twitter, I'm G.S. Howitt, that's G-S-H-O-W-I-T-T. And I'm the Madigan, double D, one G. With an A, with an I, yeah. M A D D I G A N. Madigan, right? Madigan, double D, double D, one G, one D. You can get in touch with us on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you, um, or you can post your question to Reddit RPG and make sure it gets upvoted enough for us to see it and care. Yeah. Or not get upvoted enough enough for us to see it and take the piss. Yeah. Or just just cause some controversy and get yourself pushed right to the top. That's very true. And then yeah. bung your question in the title. Yeah. Just edit it later. Yeah. That's that's really good actually. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, Mary. 